Happy Friday, everyone. This is George Watkins, and I am excited and blessed beyond measure to be able to come on this Friday and say hello and see what God says back. Hallelujah. That's what prayer is, you know. It's a hello, God. What's on your mind? Then sit back, listen, meditate upon, of course, we meditate upon the Word of God. That's a custom that is very familiar, but to open your spirit up and listen to the Holy Spirit speak to you of the day coming, of the plans for the Father. What do you have for me to do today, Father? Instead of, Lord, here's my list that I have to do, bless it. <laughs> All right, well, that's my Friday rant, but I want to talk about seeds planting. I want to talk about planting a good harvest today. Thank you for tuning in on this last day of the week, and if you're new to our broadcast, welcome. Thank you for taking time to get acquainted, listen to what the Lord is sharing with us. You know, as I peruse <laughs> big fancy word for Friday, as I go through some of the internet ministries. It's just amazing, the voices, the different uh, thoughts, the different revelations. And as usual, each speaker, man or woman, pastor, evangelist, or teacher, or just Brother Joe Christian, sharing his faith or her faith on the internet. It is, it is just a snapshot of what God is saying to the body of Christ. So here I am, sharing, revealing, opening up my spirit, and what I'm putting out on the table is just part of the meal. <laughs> Amen but I like what God's serving up, so I'm enjoying it as I give it out. But what I'm telling you today on this Friday is that if you will listen, when God puts someone in your life, spiritual uh, conversations, pastoral teaching, you know, pastoral preaching, teaching, the apostle that shows up, the prophet, generally there is a nugget, a word that fits something you've been asking God for. Well, it's not the whole gospel in one package, but it's the next step. It's the next degree. It's the, it's the, the you know, the nut you needed to put on the end of the bolt. I have this working theory I have for years that when I find something on the street, sidewalk, <laughs> you know, wherever I find it, I believe I'm going to need that. I found, a, I think it was a, a, a nut, you know, that you put on a, a bolt on the, uh, in the gutter in Berlin, Germany, when I was, we were going through there on a missionary trip. I picked that sucker up. I said, I'm taking this home. There's going to be a nut, some, a, a bolt somewhere that needs a nut. Well, did you ever use it, George? really can't tell you, but I knew I was going to need it someday. <laughs> a 
Well, that aside, let me encourage you that as God speaks to you, he usually gives it in nugget form, small portions here, a little bit here, a little bit there. Scripture says, here a little and there a little. That's the term that we hear, right? So when you dive in, jump in, don't expect to know everything about God in the first dip. There's continual dippings in and going in until the increase. I love the uh, illustration out of Ezekiel 47, chapter 47, where the man came to a river in this in this dream, this vision that Ezekiel had, man came to a river and uh, the angel that was guiding him said, you know, cross this river. And so he, he walked across and it was just ankle deep. Now I've played in rivers like that as a kid, get out there and splash around. You could walk across with no problem and uh, have fun doing it on a hot summer day. Then the man with the line in his hand, the, the angelic being, measured a thousand cubics, probably a thousand yards, something like that. A cubic, I think, in the biblical thing was less than a yard. And uh, he said, cross again. So that distance increased the depth of the river. Wow. So as we have some distance or experience or growth or maturity. Sometimes it's time, not just information and input, but the time that we spend with God, time we live our life and do it righteously, the challenges that we have, the temptations we have. I had a thought come through my mind yesterday. I've got seven growing grandkids. The oldest one is eight. The youngest one's a year and a half. And um, I, the thought came to me, how am I going to explain or express or teach those young children what the word temptation means? Or what is temptation? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I'm, what I'm going to teach them because when it comes, I'll have something, I'm sure. Now, I, you and I know what temptation is. It's the, it's the challenge to do right or wrong. It's the challenge to follow the, um, the dictates of the heart would be the conscience. Remember, you remember the Bible talks about those who have a seared conscience or a burnt over where you can't have any feeling. If you sear or burn your flesh, you lose the sensitivity. There's no more nerves that are there to tell you, don't touch the hot stove. Well, that's what temptation is. And as long as our conscience or our spiritual, you know, plumb bob or the alarm is, in, is active, then we know how to go righteously or right, rightly instead of in the other direction. Okay. Talking about uh, growth. Now, <clears throat> The, in Ezekiel 47, the angelic being that had a line in his hand measured another portion of time without, or distance. And you can't, go, you can't go do distance without time. So it was time and distance. And he crossed again and the water was deeper yet. Now, <clears throat> this journey we're on, we're learning how to plant 
and harvest, plant and harvest, plant and harvest. I love that illustration out of the Old Testament, Isaac, um, when he uh, planted in a time of famine, he a time of famine, and he got a hundredfold return. You see, <clears throat> there's miraculous things happen if you plant in the right season. Now, God gives us the right ground. Thought, the thought for today is when you plant your seed for harvest, plant the best. A lot of our, uh, especially in the last few number of years, maybe the last few decades, uh, had some strong teachers on planting financial seeds. Plant your, your money, plant your tithe, plant your offering, and you'll get a you know, you'll get money back, you'll get favor, you'll get increase, you'll get, your, 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 your land will prosper. I believe all that. It's a wonderful thing. But it's unfortunate that we would just focus on that one when we're talking about seed planting because you and I plant our, our time. There's three T's that we deal with when we're dealing with uh, leading a, a body of people, a church, a congregation. The time, the talents, and the treasures. Give, me, give, give time, give your talents, and give your treasures to the kingdom, to the church, to the fellowship, to the, to the vision, to the, you know, whatever we're doing here. If you'll give those three T's, then this team and this congregation and this body of believers will excel and see the, you know, the kingdom increase. So you plant time like a seed. And if you're sloppy with it, I tell you I'll meet you at 10, you come at 10.15 or 10.20. That's not good timing. That's not good time. You need to be on time if you're going to say I'll be there on time. My pastor that I worked with in California years ago, if he had a uh, an appointment that he had never been to before, like in our, we were in Southern California down in Wilmington. And if he had an appointment in Los Angeles, which was uh, a drive, even, you know, traffic and uh, 30, 40 miles. He said he would drive there the day before and find out what side of the street he needed to park on so he would be right close to the door. He would go do that if he had never been there before. Now that's good planning of your time. Wow. Now, the treasures, um, it's an interesting uh, societal shift we've had. When, when I started out in the ministry in the, in the 50s and 60s, you could snap a finger and you'd get three or four piano players and musicians just to jump up and, you know, join, <laughs> join the choir, the orchestra. Something happened where that particular talent of instruments and music begin to be thinned down in the congregation for some reason. Uh, our society in those days, people would learn a talent, a musical talent, and they'd sing at home or they'd sing, you know, with their friends or they would learn how to play. I went down into uh, the South, preached several tours through the South as an evangelist. And the 
platform was full of guitars. Why? Because they would sit with their friends on the front porch and the play guitars and, you know, and fiddles and accordions and all kinds of stuff. They had a talent. So when they came to church, you'd have this great band of people playing their talent to the Lord. So we had time, talents, and treasures. Treasures being uh, the financial end, perhaps. There's other treasures, I'm sure, that the uh, treasure of wisdom. <laughs> the treasure of wisdom. You say, well, a right answer, a right answer is so valuable. Wow. There's a story told, and I believe it was Edison, who, who they say invented the light bulb. <laughs> we'll, we'll just let it go with that right now. There's, you know, other people claimed it too. But he invented the light bulb, and then he had this great, these great electric plants when he was, he was uh, fighting Tesla. Tesla had the uh, alternating current, and, and uh, Edison had the direct current, which was a whole other animal. Well, he uh, had a problem one day and couldn't, couldn't figure out how to get his machine going. I believe it was Tesla he called in. If, if not, it was a, a mechanic. The mechanic came in, and in a half hour, he fixed the plant, uh, the, the, the machine, and charged him $10,000. Edison hit the ceiling. How? $10,000? No way. You, you were there a half hour. Okay, he said. I charge you then $100 for the half hour, and the rest of it is because I knew where to find the problem. <laughs> Wisdom. Wisdom. So let your, let your seeds be your best seeds. When you plant something in the kingdom of God, do your time right and be honest. Do your talents. Practice what you want to be doing in the kingdom of God. And the treasures. You are the treasure. If the truth be known, which it is, you are the treasure because you contain the glory of God. When you show up, whether you can play the piano or, you know, beat on a drum with a stick, doesn't matter about that so much as the fact that you are God's gift to wherever he plants you. Isn't that something? Practice your talents until they improve. Let God, you know, promote you. <laughs> On this Friday, I'm thinking about planting some good seed this week coming up. I'm going to plant my best seed. I'm going to ask God for wisdom on how to improve what I do. And even on this video ministry, I ask the Lord regularly, what's the next step? How should I proceed? How should I go forward? Am I still to stay, you know, doing this? About that time, someone will, you know, give me a comment how much this has blessed them or thanking me for being here every morning. I've often said, well, perhaps I had to do it once a week or twice a week. And then some dear saint says, I have my coffee every morning. I can hardly wait to hear what you have to say about God's good stuff. Then 
<laughs> I'm revved up again. God bless you today on this Friday. We'll see you Sunday night at 6, and then we'll jump into a new week. I'm heading out next weekend for some good times at the Covenant Church in the Dowels. going to be there Sunday morning and Sunday night. So we'll talk about that next week. Amen. Well, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Don't forget to subscribe or like us on Facebook and send me a comment. I like the good ones. And thank you for your prayer support and your financial support. It's always a blessing. Until Sunday night, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may the wind of the Holy Spirit blow you into his arms every day. God bless.